and welcome back to the Digital Health and Wearables series. Today, I have another magnificent leader and episode for you. But before I go ahead, make sure you subscribe to the channel and also go back and check out all the previous guests and magnificent content there. Also, before I go ahead, make sure you subscribe um, to the channel and also check our digital health platform, Touch V and our series partner, Fujifilm Healthcare. Now, gives me great pleasure to introduce you to David Shaw. He's a global healthcare CIO and also a digital health influencer. David, how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here to chat with you. Oh, thanks for accepting the invite. And today we are here to talk about digital transformation in healthcare, and you certainly have a lot of uh, experience in that domain. I'm looking forward to the interview. I'll go ahead with the questions, David. Is it okay? Perfect. Brilliant. So the first question that I have for you, David, is can you share with us some of the major trends in health systems? Yeah, I would say the some of the major trends um, from a health system perspective is we are moving away from providing care within the four walls of the hospital. It is really moving towards where the patients are at. So obviously, virtual care, telemedicine is one way, and that's been in play for quite some long time. Adoption relatively slow. Now it has been picking up on uh, the last two years, but it doesn't mean that just because you offer telemedicine, uh, you have a competitive advantage. I think the next chapter is people are thinking about, can we provide concierge care? Can we also provide hospital at the home? So these are some of the major initiatives that leading prominent health systems are thinking about in terms of their transformation. Now, when we talk about digital transformation, um, I always get a chuckle because it's been such an overhyped and overused buzzwords and you can't buy it right it's not something i could just go buy and, and say okay help me transform let me buy digital transformation it really has to come from reinventing your operating model uh, changing the mentality and the culture and thinking about how you could use technology to be the, to be that differentiator so you know what are those scenarios i just described from a health system perspective it is really changing how we operate because if you talk about something as simple as hospital at home your your goal is can you take your current inpatient hospital room and transform that to the living room of the patient you won't be able to to do all the complex stuff um, but some of the simple stuff uh is where you could start you could get a head start but it's not as easy uh think about something um like logistics Right, getting medical supplies to the patient's home is will be a challenge because all of a sudden you became a warehouse distributor, almost like a, like a Amazon. So how are you going to get that delivery to the patient's home in one or two days? Are you going to set up an entire operation and do that? Or are you going to partner with a third party? Now, these are things that organizations need to think about end to end. It's not just um, a technology play. It's not just a clinical staff's role. It's really end-to-end. -end. So I think that's where the opportunity lies for an organization to really um, get to that so-called digital transformation. Oh, brilliant, David. Thank you so much for that. And you mentioned very important aspects, the culture, the technology. is not as simple as, as buy a 
it's by a product and fix it up. It's uh, more complex than that. And you mentioned certainly we're moving away from the the hospital setting to um, home settings, care settings. O also now we seen like virtual virtual care becoming the norm going forward. So you gave amazing insights there. Thank you so much, David. That leads nicely to the second question, which is what's the, the role of the next generation digital leader? Yeah, when you, um, so when I look at the healthcare space, specifically on the provider side, um, historically you have the chief information officer, the CIO, but now, now you're starting to see what pops up as the chief digital officer. You have also seen uh, individuals get both titles. I would, um, and I would say in 2016, I, I was really trying to emphasize that uh, at a recent organization where I really pushed to have both the chief information and digital officer title. And I remember a lot of my peers would look at me and say, "What do? You, why are you adding this, this digital piece to it? Um, my intent was not, was really to help drive um, business outcomes, but to also help set a different mentality of where uh, we're thinking digital first and utilizing that uh, culture to where where we embrace technology. What I am seeing right now, where you have a lot of traditional CIOs and they're uh, they're sort of falling behind, is they're still focused on technology rather than uh, the business of healthcare operations and providing that um, deep value. Um, so. When that happens, you know, CEO may say, well, I'm, I have a CIO that has done a great job of uh, managing infrastructure, managing enterprise application, but doesn't really help me drive the organization or drive a better patient experience. Maybe I need to go find someone from the outside and come in and be that chief digital officer. And we, and that's when you start to see some tensions to where um, there's some overlap and it gets really great in terms of who owns the technology stack. So. Um, I, I would say the next generation digital leader uh, ideally should be the CIO, um, but we're starting to see a trend to where there is a digital officer that's coming in play. And if I had to summarize what that would look like, uh, essentially you have the digital officer doing all the cool stuff while the, the traditional CIO is managing the day-to-day -day operation of making sure the technology functional. So uh, for aspiring CIOs who are uh, really thinking about where they could help and benefit the organization, uh, start reshaping your mindset and really thinking about how you could provide a lot more business value by connecting the various dots uh, of the technology stack or even operationally. I think one of the things I have been uh, really focused on and that's where my leadership team uses me is really to connect the various dots um, because in, in our C, as a CIO, we see all the various operational um, process. We see how the technology fits in. And not every leader in the organization gets to be able to, uh, to have that visibility. So it's important for CIOs to really understand how they, how they could connect the dots and put together innovative solutions for the organization. Oh, brilliant. David, thank you so much for that overview. And also, like, very important roles that really overlap and intersect with each other and now as you mentioned probably when you mentioned in 2016 people were a bit shocked because it was not a usual position it was a bit of a new a new thing but now we certainly see a lot of digital um, uh, offices i mean digital data offices i mean coming to the picture so 
Thank you so much. And, 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 and you mentioned a very important dynamic there to focus on what, what, where, where the strength lies in, in terms of skill set and everything. So thank you, David. And the last question that I have for you is, what are the differences between digitizing and digitalizing in healthcare transformation? Yeah, digitizing, you got to take it to operations, right? Nothing really matters until you operationalize it. And part of the task for this digital leader is they need to really help the organization transform their operating model. So um, prime example, let's just say you want you want to really do that transformation in supply chain, get it to a completely digital world. Well, before you, you buy any cool technology, technology is not going to solve that problem. You have to really change your process and your operating model. And most organizations, they probably never changed their operating model for the last 10 or 15 years in something like supply chain. So uh, I think part of that, uh, what you just described is take it from concept to reality by transforming and changing your operating model completely 180 degrees. And once you have done that, then you can look at the technology solution that's a good fit. Um, but also there's times when you need to really transform your operating model to fit a technology, right? I, th- I think historically people would always say people process technology, let's let's make sure they are all in sync. Well, there's some times when a technology software or, or a product is designed to in a certain operating model. So as an organization and a user, you will definitely need to adapt to it. It can't just be my way or the highway. Um, so I think there's some give and take there, but that's how I view uh, what you just describing that question in terms of di- digitizing, uh, it's really taking into reality. Brilliant. David, thank you so much. David, we come to the end of the episode. I'm not sure if you've seen other ep- episodes. I have one last remark. It's not really a question as such. It's called One Minute of Fame. You can talk about anything, about personal life, personal experiences, work, college, shout out to any company, anything whatsoever to round up the episode. One minute of fame, over to you. One minute of fame, huh? Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, a little bit about me is just my passion for building new business models, helping organizations get creative. Um, and some of the, the work that have been put together have been featured in various um, trade shows, art, articles, and so forth. But I think where I really get my passion is just from working in the various communities. So hopefully for the folks that are watching, that are subscribing, uh, reach out anytime if I could provide guidance and help you guys really transform your organization by making technology a competitive advantage. Thank you. Brilliant, David. I'm going to wrap up, but before, let me thank you again for your time, magnificent expertise here for our viewers and listeners. And thank you so much for contributing again to this magnificent content and and David nice to see you thank you I'm going to wrap up now so make sure you subscribe to the channel also I'm going to post the links here to connect with David follow his Twitter and connect with him on LinkedIn ask him questions you can see he's a true expert about his work and everything else and also acknowledge our digital health platform Touch V and our series partner, Fujifilm Healthcare, and I'll see you all next week.